Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fantastic Two, and that is myself and my main man on the other side of me, that's none other than front row Kenny. Kenny, my brother, what is up? Yo, man, you know what's up, man? My two, well, well he's not my, one isn't my blood brother, but he might as well be, but both of my little brothers then graduated college, graduated Winston-Salem State University. I just want to give a big shout out to Mike and Kill. I am so happy, and in a crazy way, in a crazy fashion, they graduated on the same day as I did, five years to the day on Friday. My goodness, so man. that was pretty dope, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super, I'm super happy for them. They're both gonna continue on their education. My brother's gonna finish up with his masters, and Mike is going to be going to LSU as well. So is that right? You know, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm well, super, super excited for them. Yeah. Well, once again, I'd like to give a shout out to my uh, son Javier Garcia for graduating. Like I said uh, a week ago from the uh, radiology uh, school program that I that I also went to back home in Texas back in 2000. Actually, this was back in 97. No, I take that back, 98, 99. I graduated in 99, and uh, that was 20, a little over 20, that's 22 years ago now, and he just graduated from one of the other radiology programs there in Texas, in Houston, and I want to give a shout-out to my son for, you know, making that sacrifice and, uh, you know, st- sticking to the books. And I'm and going to be honest with you, Kenny, I knew if I could do it, I knew this boy could do it. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a little worried, but you know what? The, the boy did it, and I'm a proud papa. And uh, I just want to, I just want to tell him, uh, congratulations and welcome to the healthcare team and welcome to the uh, world of radiology technologists. Nah, man, big ups to your, big ups to your son, man. That's a big, that's a big accomplishment, yeah, man. Congratulations! It really to him. is, and as and as a parent, there's just this just like really not a not a greater feeling in the world than that. But Kenny, I like we were talking, you know, right before we started this podcast, like I want to talk some NASCAR, man. This is absolutely just one of. Just the most amazing wins ever. I mean, let, let's let's talk about Kansas. Let's let's talk about Kurt Busch. Let's talk about this Michael Jordan. Let's let, let's talk about it all. I'm I'm so excited for this particular podcast. Man, I'm I'm glad you're just excited as I am because, like, man, listen. When I say Sunday, when I sat on the couch, I was like, "Well, we'll see what this race does, and we'll see how it has been or how it will end up turning out," but. The mile-and-a-half tracks this year have been very entertaining. This next-gen car has been very fun to watch. And the race at Kansas itself was a very, very fun one. Like, I enjoyed that one from start to finish. It had a little bit of everything, and it's so crazy. I felt like it almost had shades of the very first race ever at Kansas in 01, where there were obviously no there was no data. Uh-huh. Um, teams, were, teams were brand new to the track, and the track was freshly paved, and that race had a, a ample amount of cautions and an ample amount of craziness and Jeff Gordon went on to win that one initially but man Sunday was fun Kurt Busch got it done for 23XI that's their second win as an organization and man let me tell you something that car was cool so with that being said I guess for the rest of the week I'm gonna have to wear my threes because (laughs) he was done in a paint scheme 
that was very resemblant to um, the Black Cement 3s, which was really dope. So, yeah, they did a job well done on that paint scheme. Job well done. The fire suit. Boy, um, pa- shout out to my friend you know, Sydney paint, as well. I, 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 I want to <laughs> talk about that paint scheme real quick too. That was just so. That was just so dope. I mean, that paint scheme was literally looked like a pair of shoes that I had. Ice. I, I, you know what cold, I'm saying? Man. I, I, I don't know what I ever did with them, but I was just like, man, that paint scheme is dope. I'm like, whatever happened to those damn shoes I had? <laughs> Man, them jokers was ice cold. Like, I, I love it. I want them to do it. I have a pair that are Carolina blue, so I really want them to do a Carolina blue Ooh, scheme. Like, man, that, that, would be, that would be that would be the best. And I, actually, the shoe that's modeled after, I have the threes. Yeah, they're UNC threes. So, if I have a picture somewhere, I will definitely show them on our Twitter, which you can follow, at Turns No Breaks. But, yeah, man, it was a, a big day for 23XI. Like I said, shout out to my friend Sydney. She just... Started working with them, and in two races, she's got her first win, which is pretty dope. So, uh, shout out to her doing her thing over there at Twenty Three XI. But yeah, man, it is a it was a crazy one, Renee. Yeah, like it, it I really was. I was I was entertained, man. I was very very entertained by that race. Yeah, the, I, I I definitely liked the race, and once again, I I listened to it on the on the way back home from L.A. But but it was it was uh, it was one of it was one of the races that uh, I was able to listen to on the radio and then go back and watch it you know like on the replay and I can tell you that it was absolutely just at least two times more just and I don't even know the word I'm looking for but it was it was two th- I was gonna say got you lost yeah, the words <laughs> and it's hard for me to get a loss of words but it, it it was twice as good to hear it on the radio than it was to watch it back and 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 replay it. Maybe I maybe because I already knew what happened, and then to go back and re, re and re, and rewatch it. Maybe maybe that that has something to do with it. But I'm telling you, you know what, Kenny, I, you know I was glad that I was able to listen to it on the radio and then go back and catch it on on the replays later. But but it was still magical. It, it, it was it was really really awesome to watch. Yeah, man, it was a wild one. And with that being said, with this wild race, I guess is a good time to even dive straight into the top 10 obviously like we said right out the gate kurt bush wins he gets his first win with 23 a very very huge win at that i'll explain more about that a little bit later um throughout the podcast but second place is kyle larson he had a pretty good battle with him Mm -hmm. throughout those last closing laps and it was fun to watch and again having drivers have this at their feet and being able to actually race each other this hard and pick which lane they want and pick where they want to go is incredibly fun. I mean, even Kyle said it, look, he didn't hit me or he didn't touch me. I just got lost to air and I hit the wall and it was still a very good battle. And it, you know, they had a great deal of respect for one another, obviously two champions at that. So yeah, it was a really, really fun race just all out between those two. But his brother, Kyle Bush came home in third. who also congratulated him at the end of that one, which was pretty cool. His boss, Denny Hamlin came home in fourth. Good run for him. Mm-hmm. Christopher Bell came home in fifth. He was on the pole this weekend. Martin Truex Jr., despite having a tire go down earlier in the race, he still managed to come home sixth. Seventh was Ross Chastain. Eighth, another good day for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and JTG, JTG Darty Racing. So that was a really good run for them once again. They've had a really good string of races as of late. So shout out to them. Alex Bowman came home in ninth and to round up the top ten. Bubba Wallace, who unfortunately had woes on pit road once again, 
and he still managed to scrape a top 10 out of that, out of that one. And they had a top five car, quite frankly. That car was running really well all day long. And you could see it after that restart. He, I believe he was around 18th between 20th. Mm-hmm. And I started to notice his name move up and down the pylon. And I'm like, damn, that car is fast. And I mean, I thought it was a really, really solid car just in general. I mean, 23XI came with some great pieces. Like they had a weekend previously in Darlington. It just did not go their way. And again, not of their fault, right? Like absolutely not of their mm-hmm. fault at all. And they come back the next week and they show up like this and get a win. And man, that was one way to do it. And also, all of the Toyotas were in the top 10. So that's a pretty <laughs> huge day for Toyota in general. But I, what I wanted to say as well about the 45 winning, believe it or not. But if you guys don't know, the reason why the 45 is donned um, back to 23XI after talking to Kyle Petty, who obviously his son, his late son, Adam Petty, was the last driver to run that run that car in Cup. And unfortunately, he passed away in 2000 in New Hampshire after his wreck. But, you know, they talked to him and said, hey, you know, he gave them an OK. And and believe it or not, that was 20 years to the day that Adam Petty passed. And, you know, that itself is significant. Obviously, you know, 23XI's second win is obviously significant. But also at that, that's just a huge deal given the circumstances and how they even got to have the 45 running this year so yeah man um super emotional win for kurt bush and 23xi and the petty family as well man it definitely it definitely was uh an emotional one and 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 even you know when they were trying to interview denny hamlin you know he was trying to hold it together and he was so so overcome with emotion and rightfully so i mean you know they they I, they they were all emotional in their own right i mean i mean even kurt bush you know coming across the finish line and and celebrating the way he did and then watching him drive drive the car and being congratulated you know, by by uh, most of the drivers there, and then when Denny Hamlin came over and met up with him, you know, j- just to see those two kind of react together, you know, not just as you know owner driver teammates or whatever, just but you know, just to just to just to see that whole emotion unfold, man, that's something special. And if that doesn't move you, Kenny, then then I, you know, I, I don't, you're just not human, I don't think. But you know, it it was just so exciting, you know, for all of those under. Those those underlying stories, you know, just to you know, kind of kind of you know, unfold before us, and it was really really kind of nice to see that. And I'm glad that I was able not only to hear that on radio, but I was also glad that I was able to go back and look at that, you know, on the replays as well. Yeah, man, it was a big day. I mean, I, I am sure Denny and everyone over there at 23 XI, and I and personally know some people that are there, obviously, but. You know, that is a very family-oriented team, and they really do work hard, and they're trying to, you know, make moves. And I think also when you think about it, it is a it is a microwave world that we live in, and people have expectations that are, frankly, a lot of times unrealistic for most things. Um, and when you look at a team like 23XI, right, you're like, okay, well, they've got Denny Hamlin, a current NASCAR driver, and you have Michael Jordan, who is synonymously the GOAT in basketball and obviously owner of the Charlotte Hornets as well. Yeah. Has a history of winning quite clearly from the NBA. But people are like, well, at first they thought like, oh, man, you know, I think this team is going to be a flop. They're just not really doing much, even though there's a long way to go in this season. And also this team is, quite frankly, very young. I mean, 
two years is not a lot of time when you really think about it for a brand new race team to come come apart of themselves and obviously like I know everyone talks about the whole Gibbs and and 23xi alliance which is yes right. a thing but I think also what people need to also consider is this is a team that is learning to build their own cars and they're doing so and quite clearly what they showed on Sunday was just a testament to what they've been constantly trying to work at and I don't think anyone has been trying to just fall flat nobody wants to do that bubble wants to win bad Kurt Busch obviously got his win as well yeah. and he feels the same way and he wants to do well because obviously he's a champion you're a 2003 champion I would frankly think wouldn't just want to you know piss off a race every every weekend yeah I know it, it you know and it and it's so it's so awesome as he was coming down and they were you know um and then and then they got to interview and Kurt Busch afterwards and and I thought it was so funny. He was like, you know, <laughs> when he was saying how, you know, yeah, this is our first win with the 45 car and the Jordan brand. And he's like, I felt like I had to like to play like the goat and to race like the goat. <laughs> and, then, and then what I thought was even funnier was that he's like, he's like, man, I had both Kyles in the back of me. I had to beat both Kyles and I beat them both. And I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's really kind of funny. But because he had Kyle Larson and his brother Kyle Busch behind him. And I mean, with 21 laps left, I mean, you know, he, he somehow turned it on. And, and I think what helped also is Kyle Larson, if you remember, kind of got into the wall, which kind of like, you know, I mean, he hit it kind of hard, you know, which kind of slowed him up a little bit. But that's all Kurt Busch. Right. That's all Kurt Busch needed. And man, he, he, he took it home. But gosh, man, what a what an exciting win. And, 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 and to kind of stay on Kurt Busch. Like, I keep forgetting how long he has been driving. And, you know, I know I know some of the questions were, were asked, you know, like, you know, where does he where does he stand as far as Hall of Fame? And, and I in my mind, there's no question. I mean, now, you know, the question is, I think they were debating now, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Well, it depends on who's on it. You know what I mean? But but definitely no doubt that Kurt Busch is definitely a Hall of Fame driver. Yeah, I think he's definitely can. I think you can definitely make a case for yeah. him for sure. Like no doubt about it. You know, he's had a great career. Obviously, a champion in NASCAR as well, and he's had a quite a long career in itself. Yep. But I'm not sure if he'll get first ballot right away, unless some things change between now and um, then. I think he's definitely more than capable of being on the ballot, just alone from being a Cup champion and and frankly the first champion of the Chase era in NASCAR. So. You know, there are some things that will lead up to those, but, you know, who knows what may happen. Obviously, he's also a Daytona 500 winner, which is really huge on that list. But, yeah, I mean, I think also it goes to show, and I said this a while ago, I felt like last year when you you knew 23XI was going to expand to a second car, my biggest thing was you need to go get someone who is a veteran, who has been around for a long time, obviously been around for quite some time, right. and someone who is you know, capable of keeping the car in one piece, but also cracking off a win every once in the blue moon. And I felt like Kurt Busch was a great candidate for that. And I don't think there was really anybody else out that would have done that, right? Yeah. And I think it also helps out with Bubba. Obviously, he's only five years in the Cup. You know, Kurt Busch has been hanging around the Cup Series since, 2000, since 2001. So, you know, that's a, it's almost two decades, right? So he's been around for quite some time, right? And, you know, when you look at it from the grand scheme of everything, those are the type of things that will help a team grow, like a, you having a veteran driver being able to help your younger driver. And I think also you can just see it in the results. Like, obviously, they've had some that just didn't go their way. 
But I think like when they are doing well, you see what happens. Like Kansas is just a testament of what 23XI definitely can do for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. It's obviously it's just a matter of continuously building upon that momentum. And, you know, that's just what the season becomes as we get further and further in. I mean, we're looking at right now with 11 playoff spots that are locked in, right? right. Which means you've only got a few left. 16 get locked in by wins. But does that mean we have a situation where someone doesn't get in even with a win? It could happen, right? We are getting ready to get into the dog days of the season before we get to before we get back to Daytona in August to close out the regular season. But it is going to get tougher, and usually the summer to me always is a time where it proves whether whether or not your team is the real deal or not, or you're going to be there or at least get really really hot during the summer. And also know when to peak when it comes to the playoffs because the drivers who peak when it when it's time easily yeah. <laughs> it's easily those are the ones who win the championship so obviously a long way to go and clearly they've got championship aspirations and playoff aspirations in general but uh yeah it was just a really good yeah. day and again and you guys have people just got to take their time with these yeah. folks like it's not going to happen overnight absolutely and you know you know what and and, and just to, i want to throw one more thing about kurt bush i think what also helped too kenny is having a a, a driver like kurt bush not that 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 was already still driving and not having to come back out of retirement, you know, you know, like a Matt Kenseth or something like that who hadn't been driving, you know, uh, per se, but, but Kurt Busch was still driving. He was still competing and at a high level, you know, day in and day out. And then you just move him over to the gen car. So he still has, he still has that momentum going, if that makes any sense. And, and it, and it's, and it's, and it's like, like how you were describing how having a veteran and then a young driver like Bubba, you know, it's kind of like bringing in that veteran on a football team or a baseball team for leadership and the guy that's been there and done that before so he can kind of guide the younger talent into this mold of of winning and stuff. And, and I, I think it was just a perfect combination, Kenny. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's a, he was a great get for 23XI, I feel like. And also just from the emotion and cadence you saw between driver and owner in that moment Kurt looks very happy like he looks like he's really enjoying himself like obviously he's not necessarily like at Roush when they were at literally the very very top of cup at one point in time but you know he's gotten obviously older and I think you know there's certain things you value as you get older I think we me you and me both can agree to that so yeah he looks like he's enjoying himself he likes having a good time and Everything is just clicking. So, you know, again, shout out to them. And, of course, it's a long way to go. Yeah, but it definitely, I think that's a great start for them, for sure. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what is not a great start is I don't know what's going on with these tire issues, Kenny. But it j- Them it, damn it, tires. I, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with these damn... You know, it, so, so how do we break this down, Kenny? Like, is it... it I mean, is it the crew chief? Is it the guys in the pit? Is it the is it the equipment that they're using? Is it the next gen car? I I have no idea, Kenny. But it seems like we're having this issue way too much every single every single week that we've, we we. Yeah. You know, it, it's ridiculous. I wish I had an answer to what is causing it because even it has baffled crew chiefs. Like it has gotten them rattled and also just making them think like Alan Gus has been said it you know it's something that's been on their mind of course but they just 
don't exactly know what the exact problem is. I mean, it is just crazy. I don't know if it's just team setting up the car not to the tire pressures or the camber. Yeah. Because a lot of times when a lot of times what used to happen was I noticed when folks were mad at Goodyear, they the first thing they said was, Well, they they make a you know, they make a dog, you insert the word tire, right? Yeah. You know, they people did, people felt like it was always I, them. I, did, um, didn't Kyle Bush then, have something to say about that like last oh, year? Oh man, or everybody <laughs> Tony Stewart, everybody in <laughs> their mother has probably said something yeah. about Goodyear tires. Tony in particular always had not been happy with them. Right. So, you know, like with that, I think also some teams do set their cameras so aggressively that, yes, these things are going to happen and you are warned. But I think also at the same time as often as it has happened, it has been kind of a worry for everybody. Like, well, is it the tire itself? Is there something else that's wrong with it in particular? Or what exactly is it? There is just no clear-cut answer at this time. But I am sure, I am sure, I'm sure people are trying, I'm sure these teams are definitely going to find out what it is before the end of the season. It has not been pleasant for some, and it has caused some problems. Like, I mean, even 23XI, for example, like, there have been some days where they definitely could have ran up front and had a great day. But those things just don't happen. You know, even you've seen Denny Hamlin, for example, have those type of problems. Christopher Bell, Chase Elliott this weekend had that problem. Yeah. And that ended his streak of consecutive top fives because he had one go down. He had, a left, he had a left rear going down. And for some reason, it was always the left rear. I don't know what it is about that left rear tire <laughs> that is, or what is causing it. But that was the only one that went down yeah. for people. Left, left rear just kept going down. So... I'm sure I'm sure there's going to be something figured out by this point, but you know, it has been a wild season and you know, just to somewhat segue into that, I think this has been a very entertaining season and honestly, it definitely has. it reminds me of the early 2000s because there's obviously every year has highs and lows, but there was just a different feeling to those highs and lows. Some people might understand what I'm saying, but yeah, well, um, I, obviously, I know what you're saying. You know, you see what I mean? So you you get what I'm saying. Well, you know, here's the thing, Kenny, is, you know, we're sitting here looking at uh, a, a season that has been filled with, well, I think what, what has continued is that we're seeing a, a second season of, of different drivers winning races, you know what I mean? It's not just, you know, Kevin Harvick, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, you know, and, you know, and like we normally would see, you know, now you're having all these different drivers for one. Number two, you got, you got the, the Ross Chastain's in there and, uh, you know, and, and uh, the, Ricky Stenhouse is 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 in there. I mean, you know, so a lot of these other drivers that we're normally used to seeing, you know, we don't really see them as much as we would the Chase Briscoes now we're seeing it's 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 like all of these guys the, and the younger drivers are coming up and then you know of course the teams you know uh, and and here with the you know the 23XI I mean come on I mean th- th- this is just another season of craziness that 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 is, that we're having and and I and I particularly love it Kenny yeah, no, I mean, I think also it has just been damn competitive. Like, it has been very competitive. And one season in particular I can remember is 2011. That season was insane. Like, that yeah. season was insane from out the gate. Trevor Bain won the Daytona 500 out the gate. Like, it was a surprise winner from the get-go. And then we got a epic, you know, into the season. But, you know, still, I, I just think that... It has been really fun, and I'm very appreciative of it because a lot of people had no idea what we were going to get with the next-gen car. Up until that decision 
to add more horsepower to these cars for the majority of races outside of the super speedways, I think at that turning point, it just became even more fun. And I am loving it. And we've still got quite a bit of ways to go as we get ready to hit the all-star uh, race weekend. And yeah, then man. we go into the grinding summer. It's going to it's gonna be a long summer yeah, for sure some is. teams. But, and, and so, um, so, so yeah. they, they, cha- they, they did they change the format? Uh, uh, of the of the all star race, man. I was trying to look what? that up, but but I, it, <laughs> I tell you what, Renee, I swear to you, we have had an ample amount of changes to the all star race, especially since I've been alive. I feel like it is went all over the place. I I don't know what it is about <laughs> it, but okay. So I'm gonna do my best to explain this right, as easy go. as possible. So break it I'm gonna, down. I'm gonna help y'all out if y'all don't know. All right, stage one, so 25-lap stage. Stage one winner starts on the pole in the final stage, right? Okay, okay. cool. So now that you got – and that also includes a very small asterisk. As long as that person finishes 15th or better in stages two and three, they start on the poles. So there's a little bit of things you got to remember. Okay. Stage two, same thing. Stage three, stage winner, he starts in third in the final stage. And the final stage is going to be 50 laps. And obviously, the winner gets one million. There's also a pit stop competition, ah. all within all of this. So it's gonna be crazy. And then to add even more to the craziness, now if there is no natural caution in the final stage, aka if a car spins wow. out, someone wrecks or whatever, there will be a all star in quote competition uh, caution. So obviously, that's how that's gonna roll. So that means we will get something. Regardless, if nothing happen, if nothing happens in that final stage, we're guaranteed a caution. Yeah, it is going to be something else. Like I will say that it'll be it'll be something else. It is at Texas this year again on Sunday afternoon, but we'll see how it it shakes down. I really don't. I I don't really have much to say about the All Star race because you know it's it's a non points paying race. You know it's cool. I've just been in the argument of hey you know what if you want to do a dirt race why don't we just have it at charlotte we've got a purpose-built yeah. dirt track right there i think it can handle 20 cars or however many you want to do for cup we've got dirt tires so we've got all the things we need to do it so i said why the hell not i mean i think it would be a fun thing to do i doubt it'll happen but it'll be cool if on saturday there was a dirt race on dirt race for the trucks and on Sunday, it was like the main event. It was in the evening or whatever you want to do. And you had Cup on dirt. I think it would just be cool because guess what? It's an exhibition. It doesn't really count for anything. Right. It's just something fun. But we'll see how it turns out. We'll we'll see. Last year was, you know, it, last year was last year. Yeah. I don't really have much to say about it last year. But uh, yeah, <laughs> here we are once again, back in your home state, Renee. Well, I mean, if you're a NASCAR fan, I'm sure you'll 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 thoroughly en- enjoy the All Star, no matter what format it is. But I mean, it, it it does sound like a lot. It's just all the little things that you have to remember, Kenny, like you mentioned. And I think you're right. But we will leave it at that. And I guess if there's nothing else that you'd like to talk about or, or add into the podcast, we can definitely go into some predictions there, my brother. All right, let's do it, man. Okay, well, here we go. Let's give our prediction about this all-star race at Texas. Kenny, my man, who you got? It's time for race predictions. Well, we had quite a few winners last year, so I mean, it's almost impossible not to pick one of them, but for the All-Star race, I am going to go with Chase Elliott, 
as the winner of the All-Star race. And for my alternative, my alternative winner will be, hmm, I am going to go with Denny Hamlin. Mm. Very random. But those are going to be my two picks <laughs> for the All-Star race. I don't really have much. I don't really have much to say about it because I mean, hey, it don't count for anything. So, right. hey, you know, one of y'all might go take home one million dollars. It's not me. I wish it was, but hey. With that being said, Renee, who you got for a million? Well, believe it or not, I'm gonna go with a veteran. Actually, myself, I'm gonna go with Kyle Busch to actually win the All Star race. I can see Kyle Busch taking the checkered flag home, but. My alternative pick is actually going to be Ross Chastain. I'm looking to see Big Ross the Boss come in there and sneak one out of the all-star race. But you know what? Kyle Busch is definitely my favorite. Ross Chastain is my alternative pick. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. What say you, fans of All Turns, No Breaks? Who do you think is going to win the all-star race at Texas this weekend? Please hit us up on our social media Across the board, it's at Turns No Breaks. Once again, across the board on our social media, it's at Turns No Breaks. Let us know who your favorite is to win. Uh, I guess that's it for me and my man Kenny. For the both of us, uh, we wish you the best of weeks to come this week. Please be safe. Take care of yourselves. And we appreciate you listening to uh, our podcast each and every week. If you know anybody who loves NASCAR just as much as we do, please turn them on to our podcast. I guarantee you they'll love it. This podcast is for fans, by fans, and uh, we always uh, really appreciate your support. For Kenny and myself, we will see you next week on another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. All right, see y'all. Y'all know the drill. Stay hydrated. It is damn so getting hot out here. <laughs> That's for sure. Thanks so much for tuning in. 